Hello and welcome to Beauty, the no frills, no nonsense podcast about all things beauty, true beauty, God's beauty. I am your host, Dina, and today we are talking about good Bible study habits. That's what Bible in Two is all about consistently sitting with the Lord, reading his words, learning more about him so we can shine our light. When I say that, it seems sort of corny, but I honestly believe it. We cannot be an effective witness without knowing God, and we get to know him as we spend time with him. So let's do that. Last week, we kicked off Bible in Two with some great reading, and I don't know where your study time led you, but mine led me to some really awesome places. I had a very fruitful time with the Lord. I am reading a week ahead of you so that I can prep all of the blogs and podcasts and social media posts that go along with this series. I really want to model for you what this Bible study looks like. I don't want you to read just to check something off your list. I also don't want you to not read because you're too busy. Trust me when I tell you, I know busy. I have worked hard to find balance, and I want that for you as well. Bible in Two is not a Bible study where I feed you all of the information. It's really more about accountability, where we share with each other what we are learning. One of the things I learned in my study was in John 4, which you will read this week. My church recently completed a series on holy moments, so that may be why I was particularly drawn to this story when I read it. Since I've been hearing about holy moments, I have really been looking for them more. And that's really a great thing about God, isn't it? He weaves every detail of our life together so beautifully. Well, the story of the woman at the well is a lovely example of how living in the moment leads to greater future. Not always a future filled with sunshine and rainbows, but a great future like that is not found the side of heaven. The story of Jesus talking to the Samaritan woman is an amazing story filled with lessons. I always think about this scripture when I think about challenging the norms of culture. Jesus was not afraid to cross boundaries. Look how John records the disciples' actions. In verse 27, it says, Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, What do you want? Or why are you talking to her? I wrote down two things before I turned to my commentary. First, the disciples were surprised. I've heard enough sermons on this passage of scripture to know that Jews and Samaritans weren't friends, and men didn't usually hold conversations with women. Still, I wrote that down because it's important for understanding the bigger picture of the story that's presented to us. I connected this act of Jesus challenging the norm of culture in his day with the church challenging the norm of culture in our day. There are a lot of ways that this can and should happen, and there are a lot of ways this doesn't happen. I personally think part of the problem is there are so many people who have a hard stop with certain issues that it prevents them from following the command to love at all costs. If only we would read the story on a deeper level. The woman at the well was never judged in this story. We've put our own judgments on her 
But Jesus never judged her in this story. She is shown to be a sinner, but even that's not the focus for Jesus. His focus was on her salvation. She is portrayed as a woman whose faith increases. She interacts with Jesus. She asks questions. She connects the dots. And then she does something with it. She becomes a witness. She runs back to her town and tells the people, Come, see a man who has told me everything I ever did. And then notice her next question. Could this be the Christ? She is still grappling with her faith, and she is encouraging others to grapple with theirs. Because of her growing faith and her witness, many people came to believe. We can wrestle with things and have questions and still grow and still witness. The holy moment was a collection of moments for this woman. It was Jesus investing in one woman and helping her to see what he is really presenting to her. It wasn't about the water from the well. It wasn't even about Jesus crossing a line and talking to a woman. It was about helping her see the offer on the table for what it was without it being tainted by how things have always been. It was about looking ahead to the future, a future with Jesus. The other thing I wrote down was the word with. Jesus talked with the woman and not to the woman. There's a big difference. He was engaged with a conversation. He was listening and he was talking. He allowed her to speak and to say what she really wanted to say. And look how her demeanor changed. There are people that I don't always agree with. And I really just liked the word with because it reminded me to have conversations with and not shut people down. I really think it's a good reminder for all of us as we engage the culture. We can't invest in others and hope for a testimony like the woman at the well unless we talk with rather than to or over. I really hope that you are settling into a routine and enjoying your time with the Lord. I know it's only been a week, and you may have been reading some familiar stories, which makes the act of reading a little bit easier. But the time you invest in spiritual growth and connection with God now will contribute to your future routine, and consistency is key. Eventually, we are going to make our way to books with less excitement. And when this happens, I still hope you will sit with the Lord and ask him what he wants you to see from lists of names and descriptions of war. He will meet you on those pages, just as he does on the pages of Genesis and John. I want you to develop good study habits and Bible in two is all about consistency. So I want to keep giving you um, little study tips to help you as you dig in. I last week and the week prior, I encouraged you to read alongside a study Bible and a commentary after first using your own brain, of course. Now I want you to slow down. <laughs> I want to encourage you to slow down. When I get a commentary in my hot little hands, I can flip through it for hours. 
Now, I understand that most people aren't as nerdy as I am, but my nerdiness does bring up a point worth sharing. Some days you will want to dig in and read and study because something in the text piqued your curiosity and led you. Go ahead and follow that lead, but don't expect this treasure hunt to exist with daily study. You won't always have time to sift through your thoughts along with the thoughts of all of the scholarly greats. Expecting a daily deep dive is amazing, but it is not sustainable. And if a goal is not sustainable, it's often tossed to the side. I do not want this Bible study, this Bible in two, to be tossed to the side. So find your balance and know that it may change over time. Some study is better than no study. So just determine how many days a week you will study, meaning going beyond just simply reading and thinking and praying. And don't feel bad if you can only dive deep, you know, two or three days a week. That's that's plenty. We don't have to dig deep seven days a week to meet with God. He is still there as we read and pray. He will bless any time that you give to him every single day. So give him your best and go where he leads and trust it will be beautiful. Thank you for tuning in this week. Know that I am praying for you and for your time in reading and study. Until next time, be beautiful and keep looking for beauty.